Hello, I'm Don Arky, and this is a Harry Home Companion. I'm her suit, cute and incredibly stoned. Each episode, I try my damnedest to host a nice little comedy talk show while more ripped than Rip Van Winkle. That's why he fell asleep for like a bajillion years in the same spot. He had couch lock. I get it, girl. I gotcha. Uh, depending on the weed and the mood, I can do each segment no problem. Other times, <clears throat> I won't be able to make it through, and who knows how it'll end up. Clearly, we're already having issues. Or where I'll go! That's why we start off each show with a very important tradition. Retrages and corrections here in Anatevka. Just kidding, it's San Francisco, uh, and I'm Don Arky of House of the Harry Home Companion, the show where I'm stoned to the bone. Uh, here at BFF.FM, located in San Francisco. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, pro- lots of problems happen in the show, and that's why we do stuff like retractions and corrections, like what I'm doing right now. Anyways, um, so another tradition is, uh, you know, to quote Tevya, is that I, my life perpetually sucks and bad things are always happening, so that's a tradition for, you know, bad shit to happen to me. So, you know, one of the rituals that goes along with this tradition is that I only do retractions and corrections that I want to do. And we'll see how this ends up, because this week is bonkers. I don't know. I think, like, I don't even know if I can do these retractions and corrections, because they're, like, full segments, but... I'll just give you a briefing and then it'll show up. Maybe I'll talk about it today. Maybe it'll be another episode. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. Well, let's just start off with uh, some of the retractions and corrections. Um, the first one is that an- some new drag names have been added to the list ongoing. All free to the good home. You could be a drag king or queen named Phyllis Driller, Jaundice Joplin, or Ferret Fawcett. That one brought to you by me watching Kindergarten Cop for the first time ever. Um, I wasn't really paying attention. But the next retraction encryption that you should pay attention to is listen up. If you want to throw a tomato at me because you're just like, my god, <laughs> look at this public humiliation. Let's add to it. Let's let's take it up a notch. Like, this person is in the, the stocks every week for us uh, because that's what, you know, people like. People like suffering and misery. Um, and they like to listen to it on internet radio stations like BFF.FM. Um, and then on that note of that radio station, it's going to be their 10th anniversary, uh, this year. And they're celebrating it in style, but I'm sure they would have celebrated the 9th and 8th and 7th and 6th, even the first anniversary, first six months anniversary. They had fun, and they knew what they were doing. They were professionals. Um, and one of the things they're doing is that I will, you know, you know, hold on to those beefsteaks and early girls and rumors, because uh, you can throw them at me live in person at Silver Sprocket Comics with an X, uh, in San Francisco on, uh, Sunday, uh, August 27th, the 27th of this month, at 7pm, the usual time, in the usual time and manner. 
Um, and one thing you, uh, you might not know is that uh, I was really good friends with Avi, the owner and important person of Silver Sprocket, because my I used to be part of this art collective called Brown Tourage back in the day. And uh, yeah, if you're in the Bay, you might know him from this dance party called Club Chai. I was there in the living room when we were all fighting about what it should be named because one person wanted it to be very esoteric and start sound like, you know, like some cool diaspora, you know, uh, uh, art gallery. You know, there's an artist statement about something. And then the, uh, the rest of us wanted it to be stupid. Like, Swerving Dervish was suggested. Yogurt Land. Burning Men. Like, who has the suggestions? Um, it ended up becoming Night Forms, and then it got called Club Chai, because that was one of the, actually the stupid suggestions. And it worked, because everyone was like, Night Forms, is that an art show? No. It was a dance party. Um, but yeah, and uh, my friend, I, I was friends with Tanya, uh, the, the another head honcho, one of the head honchos of, you know, Brown Taraj, and they lived with Avi when they lived in San Francisco, and so, and me and Tanya hung out, like, every day, so I just hung out with Avi every day, and yeah, we all had a lot of fun. Um, I'm a, uh, like... I've I've really I've really been kind of more of a poltergeist presence in Avi's life. Um, <coughs> this is one of the most embarrassing things I've done, and I'm gonna admit it here. But before I still don't know how weed works. I have no clue. I don't want to know. I just want to know I'm having a good time. That's all. <coughs> Uh, and I also just kind of stumbled into weed, and uh, it's a long story. I'll tell you during OCD Awareness Month, baby, because we're going to have a semi-serious episode. Anyways. Um, oh, yeah. I should tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, one of those embarrassing story I have about me and Avi is that when I was in grad school and I... Knew especially nothing about weed. I was like, ah, I am nervous. This is a good time to take too much of a chocolate bar weed edible that my cohort made AJ has bestowed upon me for some reason. I don't remember. Oh, yeah! You know, like I said, in the tradition of having a terrible life, because I have the stomach flu. And I ended up getting some kind of drug, and then they were like, you trade me that drug, I'll give you an edible chocolate bar, and I was like, yes, genius, sold. I don't know how weed works, I'll eat too much of this chocolate bar, and I'm gonna have a real bad time with my brain. And, uh... I didn't know, I was just like, I like. I remember I sent a text to my cohort mate, or my friend RJ, being like, hey, um, I don't think I'm too stoned. And then RJ was like, oh no, that's called greening out. You're greening out. And I was like, oh no, that's what it's called. And I didn't know that's like a very <laughs> dorky thing that nobody knows what it and I thought, I was like, okay, this is what kids in the know know what to say. Greening out. So I texted Avi, <laughs> being like, hey, Avi, you know, as one world weary, as now a person of much experience, I am relaying to you another person of utmost culture and sophistication and worldliness. Um... I was, I basically texted Avi, I said, Avi, I'm greening out, can you come over and sit next to my bed and hold my hand? I'm scared. <laughs> Avi was like, I, I, I would, but I'm pretty busy. I, apparently they were just on the other end going like, what does greening out mean? And they were just like, oh, Jana, like, they just, and then I was like, no, 
being an emergency. And then, I mean, and then one time I convinced them that they had had an orgy of Caligula-like proportions and eaten a dozen eggs. <laughs> and they really believed me. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, <laughs> More of a poltergeist. You know, shaking the cupboards up. Pouring turpentine into things where a turpentine shouldn't be. Uh, a nice little house. It's, it's, it's very fancy. It's, it's, it's like, you know, if you walk around the mission of San Francisco, you're like, ah, Avi's place. You know the place. Anyways, uh, next attraction. Yeah, yeah. So if you would like to, you know, see me be especially poltergeisty and tricky and evil, then come on down to Silver Sprocket uh, on the 27th of whatever this month is at 7pm, but you can come sooner because there's other DJs, but they play music instead of me, which I just play my brain to you because you want to hear that. Uh, yeah, you can, you can come see that happen. Oh, it's 7 p.m. So just like right now, but in person. And like I said, get those grape and cherry tomatoes ready. You know. Anyway. Remix. Just kidding. No, I'm alright. Uh, this is. <coughs> now you'll see why I'm like. I'm stunned. I forgot if I even brought this up before. About my hesitations about these retraction corrections, because I'm like, <coughs> there's a whole <coughs> world. These are whole universes. I don't know if I can do them justice. Even in a retraction and correction. Uh, because <coughs> one tiny question spurred many questions. So I was like, did Liberace believe in UFOs? <coughs> well, <coughs> I'm not sure. But <coughs> I'm actually coughing in code. It's all <coughs> Morse code. Yeah, that's right. Sudden spite messages here on a hairy home companion with me, Don Arky. Confident Morse code to the enemy. Live. Um, where I tell you that the simple question of asking, did Liberace believe in UFOs spurred so much? There's a lot. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it justice. Um, but I, even though I didn't find out <coughs> if Liberace <coughs> uh, believes in UFOs or not. Oh man, the KGB knows too much now. All that Morse code coffin. Um, <coughs> speaking of coffin, like coffins, I'm stoned to the bone. And I'm also Don Arky, host of a Harry Home Companion here on BFF.fm. Just in case you're tuning in, where I'm stoned in the bone and digging my own grave live. Boy! Uh, <clears throat> you're on a Harry Home Companion. Because I am coughing. Well, I think I'm okay now. But, anyways, yeah. I don't know if Liberace was personally. Like, UFOs, they're real or not. The only thing that he knew were real was his diamonds, maybe. Maybe that's, like, was his overarching philosophy. He's like, I don't know if I believe in God. Okay, now I gotta figure out <coughs> if Liberace was religious, but I'd, I'd like him to be a brat like that. Like, <laughs> the only thing I know of me that my jewels and my rhinestones, but... I know they're real rhinestones, like real fancy, like the best rhinestones you could get. But I know they're not like real as in a diamond, but you know, we get what he means. You know, for Liberace, rhinestones and diamonds exist on a continuum. 
that we mortals can only comprehend as a binary, but he knows something that we don't know. Ah, uh, and it could have been shiny stuff, it could have been this is extraterrestrial. I couldn't think of something that started with S and was also a silver UFO. No, silver spaceship. Oh! Shiny stuff to spaceships! There we go! Ah, oh, leave me alone! I've been working so hard! Uh, is a... Well... I don't know. I don't know if you believe in UFOs. I don't know if you believe in God. I don't know what you fucking believe in, but whatever. Um... <clears throat> what's more important than that is that... This is why I'm like, this is a, a highly researched episode that I'll have to bring to you sometime in the future after I get some time to like, like rest for a little while because it's been rough. <clears throat> like this has been one of like the craziest months of my life, and so I'm just like, <laughs> Nelly, like I need to give me a little break. But this may become a somewhat researched like special edition because apparently there was like this ufo sighting in alabama in the 80s <clears throat> and i don't know if <clears throat> it was the residents being like yeah the ufo was a giant yellow banana and then a humongous liberace came out and he just played the piano and just like zoomed all over and we just were like following him around while he played piano I don't know if the Alabamians, the Alabamanese the people from Alabama were um like yes we definitely saw a space Liberace coming out of a either a giant yellow UFO or a banana shaped or a, a like exact replica of a banana UFO or if a British tabloid was like, <clears throat> guess what's happening in Alabama, guys? Like, let's. They had a UFO sighting, but we're gonna say that they said it was Liberace. And there is an article about it that seems like. Maybe not the definitive source, but like as good as it gets until like someone does a PhD thesis on this. Um. <clears throat> It ain't gonna be me. It better be one of you. I already did my time. I got my fucking three useless degrees. Um, but... <sighs> what did I say? Anyways, yeah. We have, like, I think it's, like, a pretty... Def like, a defunct land. Yes, I'm outing myself as a viewer. <laughs> oh, God. I hate how I consume media. Like, I don't understand how the world works. Somebody help me. But, like, a defunct land level of researched article about the Liberace UFO. And apparently, it's like, it began the trope of the space Liberace. And I'm like, there's a trope of a space Liberace? So, like, like look, this is got has to be we'll, we'll bring this up later like i'm gonna take a little sabbatical as it were uh and then i'll just be like yeah who like who shot jr like this level cliffhanger for like where are the people in alabama being like gigantic liberace ufo terrorized and charmed are uh little town tingling away at the ivories all night or if the British tabloid was like these people saw a UFO and maybe like one of the people in Alabama was like it was like this like, like they were like the, the aliens were wearing something shiny like Liberace like making a joke and then the British people were like oh my god these people in Alabama thought they saw Liberace coming out of a banana or maybe they just were like, you know what it would be funny to say people in Alabama saw that people would believe. I'm also like, I, I feel like maybe that's the giveaway because I'm like, 
I feel like that's like a very British take on like what a southerner would be. Like that's just British humor. Being like, oh yes, Mr. Fawlty, I saw a, a banana liberal. You know, like that stupid bullshit thing that they do. Or whatever. I don't know. That's like the one British comedy I know. Um, uh, that's about it. But, um, yeah, like there, it sounds like a British person being like, yeah, this is what those hicks in the south would believe or imagine is. And then I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're fucking annoying. I hate British people. But, um, go away. Anyways, um, I get to, I'm like, Iranian, and then they're just fucking annoying. I'm like, you guys are like some white people. Jeez, uh, you're frightening. I'm so fascinating. Like, I, I can't look away from the horror like go look up stargazy pie and you all know i stalked the british royal guards on facebook like for over a decade to a point that i can tell you like detailed observations about changes in their demographic over time and how it reflects a shifting like geopolitical um thing in late neoliberal I was doing pretty good I, you know I could do it I got degrees like that huh um yeah uh, I like I don't know I guess well I don't but I don't want to pay because it's behind the paywall so I'll just figure something out so yeah I want to know more about this Liberace banana UFO like what the hell what's going on but yeah I think it's just British people being like you know uh, I don't really know that many do I know any I don't know I'm too stoned I don't want to talk about British comedy that's embarrassing I already talked about greening out I already talked about OCD awareness month and I already talked about I already did a fucking <laughs> like faulty towers reference again i think i have like fucking like one of the most embarrassing things like i did i've done recently and i'm sure i brought this up in a past episode is like i was watching faulty towers with my girlfriend and there was an admirable Crichton joke and I like explained it to my girlfriend and I'm like, yeah, it's a play by J.M. Barry about class. Because even though you would think with this voice and je ne sais quoi and some of these interests, like there would be a theater kid, you know, aspect in my past, but no, I was clean. I was like, y'all are <laughs> psychosexual in a scary way. I don't want to it gets real deep in a real A24 kind of way around here. I don't like it. Um, I don't want to be around it. Um, I don't even like A24. Like, that's just me being a bitch. But you know what I mean. Like, sexual and the kind of edgelordy way sometimes, you know? Uh, I was a theater kid, and I was like, that's fucking freaky. I don't want to be around it. But I love reading, but I'm having a hard time concentrating on, like, reading novels. I'll just read a bunch of plays, and I got really hooked on reading plays. And so, yeah, that's it. that's what happened. And I was like, ah, let me explain this joke to you. And I'm like, oh, Like, that's so fucking embarrassing. Um, and that's why, like, again, somebody help me, like, teach me the ways of watching the bear like I want to know about the t-shirt like I like scrolled past an article about it and I was like I bet you can buy these shirts in San Francisco I know I've worked a retail job selling them I worked a retail job where I would hear men 
very like religiously like like you know like these hushed tones of awe almost talk about how they freeze their raw salvage cone milled Japanese denim um put in the freezer because uh that kills the germs so your pants don't stink and then you can have like the outprint of your iPhone or your wallet or things that show repeated wear like be preserved because when you wash indigo see I really worked one of these jobs when you wash indigo and it just like anything dyed with real indigo like it resets so like the genes don't show wear technically like Cause like it's just like oh you wash it like all the dye like all the white parts get covered up and get blue again and then uh yeah they're like we don't want that because we're a bunch of very wealthy tuckies and third wave coffee shop owners and we we want to pretend that we're riding the rails like hobos in the 1930s we love workwear yes i'm from el cerrito <laughs> Yes, I'd love to be a Dickensian, uh, you know, shoemaker, or, you know, be working on something in France and Paris in the 1960s, you know, I love some French work where, yeah, and they, they, they talk about freezing their pants and they think they were better than everybody, and I'm like, you, <laughs> don't even wash your pants. And you think you're better than everybody, and I can't do this, and this is where- This- these are the kinds of jobs I've had. Me- uh, and, and obviously I'm about to get fired from this job as the stone to the bone Ghost. Ghost. Happy Halloween. I wanted to be Halloween now. Like, fucking- starts October 1st. I don't give a shit. I love Halloween. Like, get out of here. It's... What do you want from me? God, I'm a homosexual with gender problems living in America. Like, <laughs> and I'm ethnic too. Like, what the fuck do you... Of course I love Halloween. What else do I have? Um, anyways, yeah starts now, but I don't even know why I was talking about this shit. Anyways, well, I'm clearly gonna get fired. I'm not doing a good job doing this radio show. So, uh, to help pay for my hefty severance package, you should donate to BFF.FM, uh, the soon-to-be-former, uh, Employers of me, Donarchy, the high guy, he's also a wife guy. But it's really funny because if you knew me before my girlfriend, you'd be like, that's the always single person because I'm a scared about being gay. But, anyways, well, we don't need to do that. I'm the high guy, stone to the bone, all the things. Um, who runs this here show called The Harry Home Companion? Here on BFF.FM, and if you want to make this all go away, you know, you wanna help him hire the lawyers for the negotiations, and you know, cough it up, then you should donate to them to help, because then, well, this will go away forever. Um, so let me do the donation ad. Donation ad happening now, and then I'll tell you about one more attraction correction, and then I'll do a wacky fact that's like the worst news I've ever had to tell anyone in my life. Um, anyways, uh, I am now reading from the script. Have you considered donating to BFF.FM yet? You should. Not only is this such a unique community radio station that reflects and respects the diversity of the Bay Area, but it keeps weirdos like me distracted so we don't make teeny tiny discotheques 
I don't know how to say that word. Disco's for bugs. Called Worm Baby Worm. Disco Inferno. Boogie Nights. It's Boogie Nights now, baby. Featuring such acts as <laughs> a bug instead of ABBA. <laughs> Slugvester. The pill bug people get it like the village people, but if they were made up of a bunch of bugs wearing little bug sized costumes, doing little bug sized choreographies. Uh, this is really hard, but the Bee Gees wouldn't have to change a thing about their name because their name's already got a bug word in it. It's got bees. But it wouldn't, instead of the Bee Gees, it would be like a bunch of bees. Um, I guess the Bee Gees could play, but they'd have to wear beards and bees. Or something to compromise. We'll figure it out. Anyways, it's a disco for bugs called Worm Baby Worm. Disco Inferno. And that's what you're helping prevent from happening if you donate to BFF.fm. And on top of that, you can just set up a... You just donate one time. It could be a hit it and quit it situation. I've done that. It's gross. Whatever. We all have needs. Or you can set up a monthly recurring donation. And I've done that too. And we also have needs. Sometimes you gotta... You know... You slum it <laughs> a little bit. You gotta donate. That's what I'm saying. I've done that. Anyways, uh, you can do that with BFF.FM too and have a recurring monthly donation and you gotta get yourself down to BFF.FM slash donate to do that and uh, be best use benefits, you know. This is, I got real spicy all of a sudden. What is this, like, what was that one radio show they talk about smooching? I don't even remember. It was a Kiss FM, wasn't it? But, I mean, it would make sense, because I remember we talked about kissing. What is it? Love line. I don't remember. I'll figure it out. Anyways, yeah, that's what this show became. It was Love Line or whatever, instead of a hero of companion with me, Donna Arky. Here on BFF.FM, where another tradition is, like I said, uh, we do retractions and corrections that take forever, and then we don't actually do the episode. But yeah! Um, but when I was looking up, this, so this is a few more, and then we'll get to the retraction, the segment. Uh, is that, uh, even though I don't know if Liberace believes in UFOs, I now know there is an FBI file on Liberace, and I will investigate why and how and what does it mean. And, um, that, looking, just scrolling through that Liberace's FBI file helped me figure out another retraction and correction, which is that. When people are like, ah, green, uh, this is a real legitimate retraction correction, mind you, you're being educated. When people are like, ah, it has a green witch vintage kind of je ne sais quoi to it. Derogatory or a f- or good atory. I don't know what the fancy word for saying it's a good thing to call someone is. Is uh, it means not only just like avant garde and weird and radical, but it also means gay. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> did they think, did the FBI be like, oh, I think Liberace's gay? Oh my god, we gotta investigate, we gotta go in, we gotta get real over the ground and collect evidence from his trash. There's no way we'll know otherwise. Is so, I'll f- figure it out. And you'll find out, like I said, this is like a whole, like, these are whole episodes about finding this shit out. And then, anyways, um, then 
I found out something that tapped into an insecurity of mine while doing this. I'm gonna get real. I found out that Jackie Gleason, like the honeymooners guy, like I'm like wild, just kind of being like, what is a space lip? Like, the, wait a second, trope of the space Liberace? Like, what? <laughs> That's a phenomenology that I gotta know about? You know? Like, this is what that person's claiming. They're like, as you well, as you all know, space Liberace, well known science fiction trope that we all can immediately recognize. Uh, you know, I was like, what? I guess I'll think about it. You know, I've seen enough. Like, I mean, what is a space lib? Well, I guess. I can't make these claims if I don't even know what a space Liberace is. Is like, is it what I think it is? I don't know. So we'll gotta find out here in Anatubka. Just kidding. Like I said, it's tradition for me not to get shit done here. Anyways, um, no, we're in San Francisco. Um, anyways, I'm sure Liberace's FBI agent followed him when he went to San Francisco. I'm sure that's even where the Greenwich Village thing happened. But yeah, oh yeah, the thing that tells me to my insecurities is like finding out that Jackie Gleason, the honeymooners guy, had a UFO house. Because when I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this is fucking. What is going on with this one? Like, this potential actual sighting or like British humor attempt to dunk on like southerners for some reason? In the 80s in a tabloid? But like, Liberace wasn't a banana shaped or inspired or just exactly a replica of a banana UFO like being giant playing shows all over Alabama for some reason? Uh, yeah, we don't know if that's real, but like now I know that Liberace's got an FBI file and we gotta figure that out. Now I know Jackie Gleason has, you know, a UFO house. She just she really wanted to go to the moon or whatever. Like, what, what was that show? It seemed pretty, like, it was, like, a lot of yelling. Was it, was it a yelling champion? Was it, like, some Jacques Demi thing? Like, working class yodelers? Like, it's all, I don't know. It was lots of yelling. And it was, like, this is scary. I don't know like something a ghost would watch anyways uh yeah why did he have a UFO house and then I looked well I looked that up I was like oh no there's been an episode about Joe Rogan about this and I get insecure because I'm like oh my god like when my neighbors walk by my floor level apartment and look through the windows that I always forget to close because I live right by the laundry room. They're gonna be like, oh no, this person, this loud ass bitch. <laughs> or this like, I don't know, they know it's me. They could just think it's like the wailings of a poltergeist. Like I do have a very supernatural, like I just am moaning and wailing and uh, writhing and like tearing my hair and like gnashing my teeth all the time like my co-workers were like you know I was like is it sometimes you feel like you're at a Victorian funeral and they're like yeah I do it's just all the wailing and my constant just groans I I call my groaning um there's a term I learned uh when corpses decompose they do something called off gassing and it makes it's like basically like the gas comes out of the body and it makes the groaning sounds so it can be scary to work in a mortuary sometimes and i'm like oh yeah that's just what i'm doing i'm off gas and like i'm just decaying and decomposing like i said victorian funeral this is what it's like yeah that explains the poltergeist activity here on a hairy film companion we're haunted by me the stone to the bone as in dead, uh, undead ghost host 
Happy Halloween early, because I declare it, because fuck this year. It's been fucking awful. Um, yeah, it's me, Donarchy. Um, what's a scary Donarchy? All I can think of is Dogna Barky. Oh no, but I already sound like a cartoon dog theater kid. It's not fair. What? such a doofy voice and such stupid interests um but anyways and then i'm like shit we're not even get to the get to get to the jimmy carter ufo sighting like i said i don't even know what we're doing here there's a lot but yeah i don't want oh yeah that's what i was saying like when my neighbors walk by i don't want them to see me like yelling into a microphone looking like some crazy like at home radio person they're gonna be like <gasps> that really weird shrieky wailing person they're always like the victorian funeral ass person who lives here who's always like hell and damnation and being like it's the end times i wish i was you know i was always off gassing like all these groans and moans escaping from this bloated body just being wretched, you know, like wearing widow's weeds, ass shit. Person, they got a radio. They're doing a podcast. What are they doing? Is uh, I lied. I'm at home in Oakland because my work schedule sucks. But BFF.FM is located in San Francisco, so you know, uh, it's an it's an import right now. It's imported. A Harry Home Companion is imported to the Cost Plus sponsor me um, of a BFF.FM where it's distributed to you, the uh, listeners at, oh, I guess some okay prices. I don't know. I get real def- I, I like that show sometimes. Um, uh, not show. I like that store sometimes. Sorry. Um, since I'm recording at home from Oakland, I had a very recording from home in Oakland distraction. Um, yeah, this is a store that I get like I got spicy feelings about because I live in Berk. Well, I'm I'm Brooklyn, which is I'm in. I got the I'm in North. Well, you're you're in my apartment. You're in North Oakland, but when you cross the street from it, you're in Berkeley. So I call it Brooklyn to be a jerk, and I hate Berkeley so much um everyone there is so stupid um i hate i grew up in fairfield i hate you know i'm from i'm from around he's here neck of the woods and i freaking hate berkeley and i live there and it's torturous and i have so many things to say um about it but yeah i guess we'll never get to it because i can't tell you anything here on my show um like I said, we gotta do whole episodes about this UFO Liberace sighting. Um, oh yeah, no! But I'm, <sighs> see, I'm anxious and I keep like trailing off because I'm way too stoked. I'm nervous that like my neighbors are gonna walk by to go do laundry and they're gonna see me with this setup, being like Jackie Gleason's UFO house, and they're gonna be like, oh my god, the guy on the Joe Rogan show talking about it too. Oh no, Don is an alt-right radio guy. They're bad. And I'm like wearing, oh, every time I record, I'm wearing like, I don't choose to wear this, but I'm always wearing like a fucking big dog shirt. So I look insane. And I'm like, no, look, I'm an esoteric Oakland homosexual hipster without a gender, please. I promise. But I maybe they're like, <gasps> mullet. Oh no. That's one of those. You know, this is a scary person. <laughs> I don't know. They're very menacing. Um, I don't know. Maybe they don't trust bullets. Um, but it's a... I'm, like, worried that, like... I want my mullet to be, like, esoteric in a Mason Margiela way. But I think it keeps coming off as Carol Brady. And, like, I'm trying to wear leisure suits in a very esoteric Mason Margiela way. But I'm, like really scared it's not coming across right because one of my friends was like you look like a 70s drug dealer and I was like no that's not what I want people to think 
oh no and then I'm like oh do I look like one of those really like overly, overly like sterile people who like wears like all big bud press like to take place of a personality and just get like brief fleeting you know internet social media clout and like just cause like they just can't afford everything and then they just do that until that trend dies out and they just like kinda write it out for a while until they like arise like phoenix like and just fully ensconced in the next new like derivative thing that everybody loves like it's just like a very kind of orange county and los, los angelesian british people like to say los angeles it's weird i really hate the british like look <laughs> what the fuck grow up it's los angeles like Jeez, what is this, kindergarten cop? Is a ferret just gonna, oh, ferret faucet, like, from earlier. Is that just gonna pop up, just like in kindergarten cop, for, like, a quick, just easy gag? Yep, it, yeah, just like that. There's a ferret in that movie. It just shows up randomly for no reason. Um, I guess, like, this wacky fact that, well, I'll eventually get to, Cause I'm just like so nervous that ah anyways well we'll talk about whatever I was gonna talk about in next week's retraction and corrections because I am way too high oh no I'm also I'm really sleep deprived that's that's what it is oh my god I worked a, an open from 6 30 a.m. to 11 30 I too. Oh, now it's hitting on two hours of sleep because I couldn't sleep because I always get so nervous and then I couldn't nap. I was so anxious. Like, I had to record the show because I have to work all these days and I don't want to be too tired for it. So I like couldn't nap. And then, yeah, you guys. Oh, this is. Hey. Well. Also declaring myself because I was like funny joke. I am the Bernie Madoff, the Bernie Madoff Fonzie schemes. Sit on it, you know. Sit on this because as a Fonzie scheme I'm pulling right now is by jumping the shark by being like, ah, we've run out of ideas or more. We haven't run out of ideas clearly. There's too many ideas. That's the problem. Uh, but we've run out, we're running out of time. We can't do the wacky fact. But the jumping the shark thing is, is like, you know, we're gonna sell this. Be like, you know, it's cool. And it's gonna fail wildly, and everyone's gonna hate this episode. Anyways, we're gonna jump the shark. This is a special sleep deprivation episode. Yes, it's never happened so acutely before. <laughs> no, that's why I'm having such a. Cause I really wanted to do my wacky fact, and especially cause last week was my second only ever, and I'm like, damn, I gotta do more. I'm pooped. You gotta give me a break. But I did a, a rerun last week, so this is, you know, I was like, I'm gonna come in this week. Like, you missed me. Guess what? I got my shit together, but I'm like, no. Like I said, oh, now she is wailing. I'm guessing I'm just a blurry corpse, howling and groaning, no real reason, no real thought, just a hunk of decomposing me. You know, my shitty barista job is being like, my sciatica. I wish my cat was really big and could give me a hug. You know, these are the things I'm always wailing, like... I get real sad, like there's not a button I can press that can make my cat really big for a while and then she just give me a giant hug. Like these are the things like I'm like like just wailing about. It's just also just being like I make so many stupid noises. It's like being around a barnyard animal. Why am I like this? I don't know. Yeah, that's what's getting real psychological because I'm oh this is like some Stanford prison experiment shit now. Oh yeah, this is really rough. Like, how, like, you know, how much can a sleep deprived individual handle, you know, <laughs> being 
publicly humiliated like this on BFF.fm. Home of a hairy home companion. Hosted by I, Donna Arky, for how much longer until they fill the slot with something else? Another tradition of the show, to go Tubby again, is uh, worrying about getting kicked off the show and never, never really happening. Um, but anyways, maybe we'll. Maybe today's the day. Maybe they're like, these cycles of abuse must end. We can't do this anymore. Um, but yeah, this is a real Stanford prison experiment. They're just seeing, like, how sleep-deprived can I be, like, pub- handle being publicly humiliated by doing this show? Uh, when people I spill, you know, government secrets or something. Um, like, remember, I was coughing a Morse code earlier. I was already doing it. It happened. Oh my god, you can go back, you can trace the exact moment where the sleep deprivation makes me, like, give away the location of, like... The last known Kenny Rogers Roasters in America. I don't know where it is. I don't think there's any. I think... Oh, yeah. That's a a segment I've never gotten to do called Where Are They Now? Where I'm just like, what happened to places like Kenny Rogers Roasters and Fred Records? Like, are they are they okay? Is Chevy's okay? Well, actually, I know, I know some stuff about Chevy. So if you don't know, a lot of you don't know, I actually... Uh, because I'm learning there's a lot more of you, and you should say hi to me, because no one, I, I'm like, certain people where I'm like, I'd expect you to send me a DM on a.harry.home.companion, uh, on Instagram, uh, and dot, like, the punctuation mark, not D-O-T spelled out, you crazy animal, you, like, why would you think that? Or do that. I don't know. I don't trust you. Um, see, the sleep deprivation is happening. But I was so trusting earlier when I was coughing out government secrets with Morse code to whichever, you know, spies were listening in. You know, whatever. This crazy sleep deprived show is today. <coughs> there we go. More government secrets. Clearly. God. Well, yeah, I wanted to do. I never going to do any of my. Uh, things ever so you know what maybe next week you know what next week to make things easier for myself i'm just going to oh wait is next week oh shit is next week when it's live okay next week is just gonna be segments there's gonna be no retractions and corrections and it's gonna be since it's sorry i did not mean that i'm so stoned and sleep deprived i'm sorry like i said i'm just decomposing now these aren't real actual cognizant words or phrases coming out it's just it's just gas um uh yeah that i'll be doing that at silver sprocket at 7 p.m on the 27th which is next week oh god um and i haven't done a live show in a while and uh yeah but some of you uh, you can, that I would expect to say hi to me on my Instagram. I would also expect you, you know, peer pressuring you, to show up and see me do an episode live. And it's going to be special with a special thing in it that I got just for this. So I'm very excited to do it. And I... Uh, it's something that you will know has been coming for a while but I feel like that's the time to bring it out but anyways yeah I'm sorry I didn't do the episode I am so tired I am impressed but yeah I'm just like damn you know I didn't even get to talk about the Jimmy Carter UFO at all Oh yeah, and he was. Oh, that's a, well. At least I'll do another attraction correction. He was running against someone really evil, so it's like, okay, I see why. Like the guy who's like, I'm a weenie peanut farmer who saw an alien, and it's real. Like, gotta be president. So he's running against Gerald Ford. <laughs> All right, like, there you go, the real shitty guy. 
And then like, ugh, I wish I got to do my wacky facts because it was so wacky. Um, all right. You know what, next week's a wild card, maybe? No, I'll do the special thing for the special live episode and save those wacky facts for later, but they're real good. And like I'm saying, like this is all just like compiling. Um, but I was so sad that I didn't do any of these because I was like, no, like, you can't do a rerun and then beef it, but, you know, sometimes you gotta be like, where's the beef? Guess here, it's here. I'm, I've got it. There you go. We're beefing it. Cause we're just really sleep deprived service workers um yeah and uh hopefully next week i will have slept <laughs> and be rested and we will do the episode live and um there may be some walks down memory lane with me and my buddy avi i don't know if they'll be there uh if and if they'll even want to do anything with this show? I don't know. We'll see. They're a very Muppety person. I can see them again. But anyways, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, like the Kenny Rogers Roasters once said, you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. You know, know when to turn the rotisserie chicken. And know when you know, shut down all your franchises in the U.S. and only have locations in the Philippines and Singapore. Because these are the things that I keep wanting to do with you all, but I keep getting too high. So, anyways, like, I gotta figure this shit out. Maybe I need a teleprompter. Maybe we really need to, like, we got a milligram experiment list. Like, there's gotta be someone with, like, an electric buzzer that shocks me that gets me to like be like okay yes all right now we're gonna do you know the segment about the jimmy carter ufo now we're gonna do you know this really crazy you know we're gonna figure out what happened to every chevy's ever and i didn't even get to tell you about that that i do freelance comedy writing and I wrote an article about Chevy's. And if you look up Donna Archie, Chevy's Emeryville, you can read it. And uh, maybe I'll read an excerpt from it for you. Yeah, I'll read an excerpt from it for you one of these days. Um, we'll figure it out. God. Yeah. Well, anyways. It was nice hanging out with you all here on Harry Home Companion with me, Donna Archie. Unbelievably stoned, unbelievably sleep deprived. We've learned it's a bad combo. But like you said, sometimes I was just being a gambler, you know? Uh, and I do know when to fold it because the show's about to end. And uh, yeah, well, next week we'll try not to be uh, completely, uh, you know. Just gnashing our teeth and wailing, you know? Uh, also, what does gnashing your teeth mean? Like, I looked it up and it just meant, like, you just clench your, like, gnash your, just crash, like, your teeth together. And I'm like, do people just go, like, they're sad? I don't, what does it mean? I'm confused. Anyways, yeah, we all were. Of this episode um and i love you all go to bed get sleep don't be like me like i'm literally running on two hours of sleep it's so bad uh and lots lots of weed not a lot of sleep that's not good uh, i love you all learn about what's going on in iran and uh yeah go to bed right now god <laughs>